Hi, I'm Amanda and welcome to Self. On this podcast, I share ideas, experiences and have conversations to explore the self. By developing our self-awareness, we can better show up for ourselves and those around us and hopefully all live happier and healthier lives. Today's episode is about one of my most favorite topics to talk about and that's discomfort. When we talk about leaning into discomfort and then I have a bit of a challenge for you at the end of the episode. When I was nine years old, uh, my family and I were at this carnival, kind of like a fair. It was the Royal Show in Perth and there was a donut truck there. And I remember we were sitting on the grass and my dad told me to go to the truck and ask for more donuts than what was on offer. So I can't remember the exact number, but let's just say it was 12 donuts for $9. He said, go there and ask for 15 donuts for $9. And I remember pushing back and going, no, but it's 12 donuts. He's like, but just ask for 15. And I felt so uncomfortable. I remember feeling really embarrassed and um, I was worried about what the lady was going to think of me. The whole, I mean, I was just really uncomfortable. So I didn't really have much of a choice and had to go and do it anyway. My dad was like, you'll be fine. Just go and do it. So I did, went up to the truck and I <laughs> went to the lady and said, I know that the sign says 12 donuts for $9, but do you think I could please have 15 donuts? And she chuckled uh, and said I was really cute and then said yes <laughs> and gave me the 15 donuts. So I don't necessarily agree with the way that that situation played out on the side of my dad. Um, I'm certainly not saying that this is the best way to teach someone to step out of their comfort zone. Uh, It certainly could have gone horribly wrong and probably would have ended up traumatized and never wanted to do anything uncomfortable after that. But thankfully for me, it did turn out to be quite a positive learning experience. And that's been something that's quite core and has stuck with me for a long time. I think stemming off that situation, um, the idea of asking for discounts, which is very inherent in my family, uh, I've been able to apply on holidays. I remember bartering as a child when I was in Vietnam and yeah, like asking for discounts here and there. And it felt uncomfortable, but gradually as I got older, it's, yeah, it's become actually extremely normal and comfortable for me. And I don't have much of a problem asking for discounts anymore. So the idea of discomfort is not anything new. It's something that I've spoken about a lot as well. And in episode 28, when I spoke about fear, one of my tools that I used in order to overcome fear and to stop living from a place of fear is to do things that are uncomfortable, to lean into discomfort. And so I wanted to elaborate a bit more on that um, in today's episode. And so when I think about why leaning into discomfort is so valuable and necessary in life. 
one of the key things I think of is the idea of growth and growth in my opinion only happens in discomfort um if you think about wanting to perhaps say grow some muscles if I want to do that staying in my comfort zone doing what I'm already doing and the my regular routine is not going to change anything. The only way I'm going to grow any amount of muscle is to step out of what I'm already doing, to disrupt my comfort zone, to disrupt the regular routine and go and do what's uncomfortable. And that might, you know, that would include going to the gym, changing up my nutrition um, and taking on a bunch of different exercises and workouts that, are outside of what my current zone of comfort is. And a part of leaning into discomfort and doing what is uncomfortable for us, in my opinion, leads to developing a lot of confidence. I think whatever it is that we feel uncomfortable doing is going to feel uncomfortable before we do it, perhaps while we do it, for the whole duration of it. But afterwards, we come out realizing um, and recognizing an extra level or capacity for strength, for mental resilience, for even just an ability to do something that we didn't think we were capable of before. And I think from there, there's a lot of confidence that develops. Another reason why leaning into discomfort is so important is I think through doing what's uncomfortable, we learn that a lot of the discomfort simply exists in our own heads. It exists in the meaning that we attach to something, you know, much like the situation of me asking for the extra donuts. What was so uncomfortable there was being worried about what the lady at the, um, at the donut truck would think of me. In other situations, I've realized that it's often a fear of how I come across. So it's this meaning that I've attached to it and I've really gotten into my own head and felt uncomfortable about all of that. But once I've gone through the experience, I've realized that actually something that appeared so much bigger in my head was actually not that big after all. Um, and, you know, realizing in that donut situation that I was just afraid of looking a bit foolish or, um, feeling a bit embarrassed, being able to do it anyway and leaning into that, um, has slowly, you know, that situation and then slowly applying this to other situations it's ultimately allowed me to get comfortable with discomfort. And I think that's an incredibly important skill to learn because as I said, growth really only happens in discomfort. And there are going to be so many situations in our lives constantly where we are asked to step out of our comfort zone. And so our two options are either one, we constantly run from what's uncomfortable and what might feel really challenging or you know, where you get that feeling in the pit of your stomach and you really don't want to do it, you can either run from that every single time the opportunity presents itself or you can allow yourself 
and train yourself to become more comfortable with that to a point where I don't think necessarily there's going to be a point where nothing is ever uncomfortable for you. But what I believe happens over time is that when you feel that sense of discomfort, it's not so overwhelming. And also we can distinguish between what is something that we can lean into and give it a crack or something that's actually really not right for us. Um, Something that I've recognized in kind of the typical narrative of our society is that we're told to be extremely comfortable. You know, if you, if you look at the way that we would make decisions, um, even in our like purchasing decisions, the way that we shape our lives, it's always around comfort. It's around making things easier and safer. And that's so natural and normal because that's the purpose of, um, you know, one part of our brain is it's just trying to keep us safe. And so staying in comfort is what allows us to do that. So there's this overemphasis on the value of stability and security. Much of what we do is quite fear-based. It's, you know, you need to go to work and you need to save money just in case if this happens. And then on the comfort side of things, it's like have a really nice car and buy a house that's bigger than what you need so then you can be comfortable. It, you know, we're constantly sold this message that we need so much more in order to be comfortable and to constantly seek comfort where we want to make our lives easier in every way possible um, because the idea of anything that might not be extremely secure is crazy or dangerous or the idea of doing something outside of your comfort zone um, is so uncomfortable and that's a negative thing. So I see that the forefront for most of us is constantly seeking to, to stay and to remain in our comfort zone. And this often means that we might steer away from making decisions that would be genuinely good for us or perhaps help us to align a bit more with who we are or to make decisions that are best for us in a certain situation. And that comes from that fear of being uncomfortable. You know, when I think about... um, you know, various friendships, for instance, and not wanting to confront a person with um, something that I might not be happy with before. The idea of having that conversation felt so uncomfortable that it was better for me to, you know, sweep it under the rug, to ignore it, um, or to pretend like it didn't happen or to pretend like it didn't bother me. That was something that I've done in the past and what, I, you know, what that leads to is just a building up of resentment and avoidance of the whole thing entirely. Um, You know, I think I in the past would also even agree with someone in a conversation when perhaps I disagreed with something that was said and then not being able to say that out loud, I would just nod along and agree and then later kind of think about that and go, well, I actually didn't agree with that, but I didn't want to, I suppose, like feel that 
I felt uncomfortable expressing myself clearly um, and openly because I was worried about being judged or worried about um, how I might be perceived in that situation. And so I wonder how often we've allowed ourselves to experience something because we didn't want to do the uncomfortable thing and perhaps speak up. I even think about, you know, perhaps relationships that people have stayed in, even for myself, you know, relationships that I've stayed in because it felt uncomfortable to step out of the security that that relationship provided. And so you know, we can take this idea of discomfort and extend it beyond just kind of small trivial things like this donut truck and see the impact that it has outwardly. And for me, leaning into discomfort begins in doing really small, almost like, um, you know, doing these small things that don't really have a significant impact. Um, But by doing these little things, what it means is that it has a a domino effect outwardly to bigger, more important, valuable situations where we might be asked to really step outside of our comfort zone and do something that is hard and, and is right for us, but feels uncomfortable. Um... So when I think about lessons I've learned in leaning into discomfort, one of the things is that the more, well, that there are, there will always be things that are uncomfortable. There's always going to be a discomfort zone. So I can, what I can do though, is through leaning into discomfort, my comfort zone goes from being, you know, this particular size. And for those who are listening and not watching, I'm just creating any size circle with my hands. And that might be the comfort zone that I currently exist in. And the more that I begin to challenge myself with certain discomforts and certain situations by taking actions and leaning into discomfort, that comfort zone slowly begins to expand and to grow. So what used to be my discomfort zone now actually becomes my comfort zone. Um, And what I've learned is that over time, my capacity for discomfort has grown and it does get easier the more you practice. So like I said, for me, asking for discounts anywhere is really not a problem. That for me is not something that is anywhere near as uncomfortable as it used to be. Something that used to be really uncomfortable for me um, was going out and eating alone at a restaurant, for instance. The idea of it alone, I would feel anxiety and it it just did not feel good, um, but is now something that I actively choose to do and, act, and in fact, really enjoy. Um, and that's another thing that I've learned is that you through leaning into certain discomforts, you actually might realize and learn something new about yourself. You might find things that you, in fact, are quite good at or enjoy doing that you wouldn't have known before had you not leaned into it. Um, And a final thing that I've learned is to be able to reframe meanings that I give to things. 
So, for example, the idea of eating at a restaurant alone um, or going to a cinema and watching a movie alone for me, I was attaching certain meanings to that, that, oh, I must look like I have no friends, for example, something like that, or that I'm out here on a Friday night and no one else wants to hang out with me. So that's why I have to eat alone. So I was creating meaning in my head and attaching a value judgment to this that it didn't exist outside of myself. That was just me. And being able to reframe that and go, hold on a second, this is actually an active decision I'm making for myself. What I'm doing here is spending time alone. And also, who cares if someone else thinks that? I mean, like, does this person actually mean anything to me? No. So if someone walks past and were to think that, do I really care? Is it something that I'm actually going to take away with me and allow it to affect my decisions? And the answer is no. So being able to reframe that and consider the meaning that we attach to things, I think is so valuable because then we uncover these layers within ourselves um, and we can, I guess, kind of have a conversation with ourselves about it. Um, Now, my application of discomfort has looked like a lot of different things um, over the span of my life. Something that I like to lean into is that you can do anything for 10 seconds. So where I've been uh, really uncomfortable with, say, a particular exercise or something that I might not really enjoy doing, I tell myself, you can do anything for 10 seconds, I count to 10, and then I do it again and again. So that's one of the tools that I've applied. when I feel discomfort arise in me, I use it as a signal and I try to see it as a signal for an opportunity for positive change or growth. Um, Now, that doesn't always mean, you know, I think there's a balance there with wisdom as well. So that doesn't mean putting myself in extremely uncomfortable situations that would be unsafe for me. It's, you know, knowing when I, I am making an excuse because it's a bit uncomfortable and then considering that and actively choosing to do it. Um, I have learned to have more uncomfortable situation, uh, uncomfortable conversations and address situations that I might have not addressed in the past. And I, while I'm not someone, I don't enjoy conflict at all. And I, you know, something that I've accepted though is that conflict just is. It's a natural part of life. It's a natural part of coexisting with other humans who are just as complex and emotional and um, full of weird and wonderful things just like me. And so I've learned to address things and to speak openly even when it when it's not comfortable, even if that means disrupting a moment of peace, because I understand that that's going to be valuable. Um, Other things I have done that are uncomfortable are I ask for upgrades at the airport. I can't remember when I started implementing this, but at some point I decided, I was like, well, if I just ask if my flight can be upgraded to business and they say no, well, I'm not losing anything. 
you know, I'm still going to be in economy. But if they say yes, then I get an upgrade, which is pretty cool. From that, I haven't scored any business upgrades, but what I have scored is like um, some pretty good seats. They've been like, oh, I can't give you an upgrade, but I can like move your seats around to give you good seats, which is pretty cool. Uh, and yeah, doing something like that is quite a trivial thing that again, doesn't have a significant impact, but it's a bit of fun actually. And something I've challenged myself with and do almost all the time. Uh, like I said, going to the cinema alone, going out to eat alone, something else that has been used to be really uncomfortable for me was driving in complete silence. And that's something that I have found I actually really enjoy doing. So I'll often now do that where I just don't have any music, any podcasts or anything on it. I'm just driving alone. And when I think about even silence, I used to be really uncomfortable with silences in conversations. And I used to feel the need to really feel silence or that if there was silence, you know, I'm sitting in the car with someone and there's silence that maybe something was wrong or maybe the other person was upset with me. And getting comfortable with sitting in that silence and not having to fill it was a very valuable skill. What I've learned now is that, you know, again, silence just is. There doesn't have to be any meaning attached to it. And it's actually quite nice to have pauses in conversations, to think, to reflect. Um, Even sometimes, like, it's just not necessary to speak all the time. I have, what else have I done? I've offered to take photos um, for people. So definitely on my travels, you know, seeing people clearly wanting photos or trying to take selfies, I'll just offer to take photos. And so now that, you know, that doesn't bother me at all to offer that or to be asked that. Um, And yeah, I would say that in, finally in conversations I've had with close people where I may have disagreed with something to be able to vocalize that and to continue having the conversation in a respectful way that it doesn't have to become um, a conflict or this big disagreement. It's just like, hey, you have your viewpoints, I have mine. Let's come together and have some discourse about it uh, without it having to mean anything other than just us as mates sharing our views. And so my challenge for you this week is if, you know, through listening to this episode, if there are some things that have come to mind for you that are quite uncomfortable, you know, I know for one of my friends, it's calling up restaurants and making bookings. Like she just does not like making phone calls. Um, If that's something or public speaking, or you've got these things that really feel outside of your comfort zone, then my challenge is to step out of your comfort zone every day this week or for the next week. Um, And it doesn't have to be anything massive. So, you know, if stepping out of your comfort zone with regards to public speaking does not mean having to go and do a speech in front of 2,000 people, Um, but it might maybe mean standing on the side of the street and just reading something out loud for five minutes. Um, and I have some other suggestions of small discomforts that 
you know, just as suggestions that you might want to take on. And obviously you can make some of your own up. Um, okay. So I have, first of all, ask for a discount somewhere that can be at your cafe, at a store, anywhere, just ask for a discount. If you want to take that a step further, ask for something for free and realize that the worst thing they can say is no. Um, yeah. Second thing, take a cold shower for 30 seconds in the morning. That might not seem like a big deal. Or you might think of it and be like, oh, like that's not really nice. But that the discomfort that comes from that might surprise you. And it's just 30 seconds and you'll be okay. And actually, in fact, you'll feel great afterwards. Uh, third, go to, go to a cinema alone. Fourth, go and eat alone. Again, obviously, if these things don't make you feel uncomfortable at all, then don't go with this. Go with something else. Um, drive without any sounds in the background, without any music, anything on. Uh, what else? I think I had a couple of other ideas. Um, oh, if you work out or if you go to some kind of gym class, like for me, I've started doing reformer Pilates here in Port Douglas and something I've been challenging myself with is picking the harder option because my mind in that moment is like, oh, you know, but we've been doing so much lately. Let's go with the, the baseline, the easy option. And I'm like, no, I'm going with what's a bit uncomfortable let's just step out of the comfort zone and then see if it's like actually too much then we can always go back but I've learned I'm completely fine so um if you are going to the gym my challenge is do something new or step it up and do something that's a bit more challenging outside of your comfort zone if you want to take all of these and apply one per day or pick your own, do something else, try a new activity, do something that you've wanted to do, but you're afraid of trying, do something outside that you are afraid that people will see you doing, but you know, keep it legal. Um, and when you're doing these things, what I'd like to remind you of is first of all, you can do hard things. We are so much more resilient and we have such a greater capacity than we often give ourselves credit for. Second, don't go into a panic zone. Okay, so if your comfort zone is green and your discomfort zone is yellow and panic zone is red light, we want to stay within the yellow, yellow zone. So we want to do stuff that's outside of the comfort zone, but not you know, go into full-blown panic because I think sometimes I can actually set you a bit backwards. Um, understand that it feels uncomfortable and it will feel uncomfortable beforehand while you're bringing yourself to do it during as well, but that afterwards when you come through on the other side, it's going to feel awesome. You are going to feel so much more confident and able uh, and it will be a great reminder to yourself about what you were capable of. Uh, and I think you'll realize that it wasn't all that bad after all. And finally, if you have the opportunity to, to start applying this to other situations um, in your daily life and recognize that 
the more that you lean into these small discomforts, the greater your capacity for discomfort will grow. And the best thing that we can do is to get comfortable being uncomfortable. So let me know how you go and what challenges you decide to take on, whether it's any of the ones I've suggested or if you have made up some of your own. I'd love to hear it and to hear some of your ideas. Thank you very much for tuning in to this week's episode. If you would like to support the podcast, I would really appreciate you subscribing on YouTube or following along on whatever podcast medium you listen to this on. You can rate and review the show as well. And if you'd like to support further, you can do so on my Patreon. The link is in the show notes. You can follow me on Instagram at self double underscore podcast and at Amanda Latran. That's Amanda L-E-T-R-A-N. I release episodes every Thursday and I will see you next week. Bye.